0: fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever and with fishing booker you can experience it too no matter where you are discover your next adventure on fishing booker
1: you've heard us talk about them they're in and they're on the website
2: Absolutely, our brand new America's Diesel podcast, branded bills, badass flex fit performance material, sweat res- sweat stain resistant. It it literally feels like it cools your head. I, I, it's don't amazing. I don't Somehow know how it's possible. Somehow it
1: is. Yeah, you can rock it. You know, I'm more of a flat belt kind of guy. You can do that. You can curve it. For all you taco holder guys, you can even throw that in there. Yeah. And then snap back with a little bit of the flex fit. Yeah. Big head approved, small head approved.
2: And it's extremely comfortable. I almost guarantee, Oh my! you know, I say almost guarantee. No, I guarantee this is the most comfortable
1: hat you will ever wear. And the logo, rubber. Awesome. Yeah. Came out great. Super detailed rubber on there, so it's never going to fade on you. If you want to get one of these in your hands, they are $50 shipped to the lower 48, plus tax, if applicable in your state. Uh, just go on the dieselpodproducts.com, search hat, look for the fantastic Jam and Eagle logo, and pick yourself up some before they're out of stock. Yeah. You're listening to America's Diesel Podcast we replace one ford guy with another ford
2: guy. <laughs> <laughs> I am just the stand-in yeah. ford guy. <laughs> yeah. If you if you're watching, you notice that it's obviously not Ben. Ben is uh ben, Ben's got he's got the sniffles. He's out he's out today. He's got the sniffles. He's had the sniffles for a couple of days now. Yeah. It's kind of a, you know, uh anyways, uh, I'll try to do the intro to my best abilities. Might yeah. wanna, you may have to help me here for a second. <laughs> This week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel
1: enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts.
2: Ben, take it away.
1: Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house Fuel Bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time both these additives
2: are available on our website dieselpowerproducts.com now let's get back to that episode this is america's diesel podcast find us on spotify itunes google play soundcloud anywhere that you can listen to a podcast um make sure you you know download that do the downloads do the downloads <laughs> uh keep the reviews coming in uh we greatly appreciate all the reviews uh, that are moving us up in the ranks uh leave a screenshot on any of the platforms that i just mentioned Screen thought, screenshot that and send it to podcast at dieselpowerproducts.com make sure you include a picture of your truck and an address that we can send a sticker to it looks just like the logo on well my hat your hat can't my see Corey's. Hat. Yeah,
3: where's your hat I've got a regular diesel oh, hat on <laughs> You guys haven't given me a fancy hat yet. Uh, well, you going to buy it. <laughs>
4: <Let's> see, diesel <laughs> Diesel Power Products. The website's on twenty four seven. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. Diesel Power Products. Make sure you buy your pro- parts from there. If you uh, don't buy your parts from there and listen to us, uh, what the hell's wrong with you? Uh, ben wants to know uh, why. So yeah. send Ben an email. Yeah. And if you do order from our website, make sure to put podcast or something in the order notes. Uh, you don't get anything special from us other than Ben will rub your back and will massage you from afar. It's on the internet. <laughs> it's, it's on true. the internet. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> so yeah, obviously Ben's not here. He's sick. Um, I've replaced him with another Ford guy. I think he will, I think he will do just fine. Uh, <laughs> so what's up, Jesse? What's going on, man? Oh, just, no. uh, you know,
3: it's been a lot of work out in the shop lately. Yeah. Um, especially on Fords, we got broncos out there so
2: broncos yeah we got a four-door bronco out there we're doing some cool stuff too um mega cab what's going on with that the mega
3: cab is rad that truck is totally changed like that thing evokes like every six-year-old feeling (laughs) of like what a cool truck is oh yeah you just look at it, you're like
2: oh dude i know (laughs) even the, the pictures that you guys took outside for the website, with all of our trucks out there, we have yeah. the 07, the Mega Cab, Long John Silver, and the 450. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Mega Cab just looks <laughs> like Huge. A, just it's hulking over oh, everybody yeah. else. And it's not, I mean, I think the F450 is probably, I mean, just as quote unquote big of a truck. Oh, yeah. Um, can we actually pull that up and sh- see that? Because I don't know if it's just editing, but it looks freaking ginormous on our website. <laughs>
4: No, it's it's pretty massive. Yeah, I saw that today, and I was like, "Damn!" Yeah, <laughs> that, I
3: love it. That photo shoot was especially. Oh, that is a cool picture. Yeah, that photo shoot was especially meaningful to me because, like, I stood back while they were staging the trucks and went like, "Wow, I built three of those." Yeah, yeah, no, and, that's pretty damn cool, man. And the fourth one, I'm gonna have to like redo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But look at that thing right. just hulking God. over everybody else. That is so cool.
2: It, that's, like, the only truck that makes the 450 look small. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, <laughs> it truly really is. And the 450 is no freaking slouch either. Like, that's a nice-ass truck. That's a big truck. It's got, what, 40? 43s. 43s on yeah. it. It's well, that's like on
4: the Mega Cab. 42s right now. Yeah.
3: But even in that picture, like, the 450 looks like the shortest overall height of the three. Yeah and that might even be true like it's it's on par with uh ljs the f350 they're they're really close
4: i wish we had a way to just keep it on this picture i know i know
2: (laughs) so out out of those trucks since you've pretty much had your hand in well we'll let's take the mega cab out of the equation there out of those three what was the funnest for you to kind of build
3: um that's hard to say that's like Picking who's your favorite child. <laughs> you can pick that. Um, I was my, fa- I was our favorite child. <laughs> <laughs> um, the 07 was cool because it was like, well, I, I guess I can't really say it was just cool because I got to nerd out on it because I nerded out on all three of those trucks. Um, the F350 Long John Silver was the first full build I did while I was here. So that truck's kinda got a special spot in my heart. Um, and I really like it. It's just a really clean build on here you know, huge tires and everything else. And it just works like perfect. Um, the 07 was just like the cleanest 07 Dodge on the planet. Yeah. So it was really fun to just be like, oh, I can just clean paint things and like really just make everything really nice on it. So it's turned out to be a great truck, but Atlas is still the coolest truck on the planet. Yeah. Like it is the coolest truck in this area. Bar none, it's unbeatable.
2: Uh, I mean, yeah, it's a you know something that they kind of let you go a little. I mean, you know we talked about this the first time you're on the podcast, but kind of let you go a little, yeah. you know, freelance on, if you will.
3: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. Any time I asked, like, hey, can I do something like this? Oh yeah, go for it. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. That so pretty cool. It was a lot of just um me living in my own head, going like, oh what do i do over here i can do this i can do that i can do that it's like go home at night oh what am i gonna do on it tomorrow oh i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna add in a toolbox here and add the fuel fillers over here and it it was a really cool way to build a truck like it made me feel like it was my truck yeah because i was like oh i can just like go at it yeah um yeah it was a really really neat experience
2: well speaking of your trucks What's your fleet looking like now? Because I know you go through you go through <laughs> vehicles like you know, yeah. People go through hats or underwear. <laughs> oh yeah. So so what's your what's your fleet looking like um, nowadays?
3: Well, still no diesels, unfortunately. Um, what about that all, one you were telling me about? So I am supposed to go look at a pair of older Ford diesels, a 7.3 IDI and a 7.3 Power Stroke, ninety five or six, like a first year Power Stroke. I'm uh-huh. um, just waiting for it to all get set up. It's like. Uh, I don't know where they're at and I am like my buddy knows where they're at and he's like, going to take me out there okay. and then we got to like sort everything out so it's like friend of a friend deal. Um so hopefully I'll be able to land one of those. I know Ben wants that Power Stroke bad. Oh, like, I'm sure. I want the IDI truck as a donor. I could care less of, <laughs> of it as a truck like I just want the motor and intru- they're both ZF5 speed trucks and the IDI truck I just want for a motor for one of my high boys cuz I just bought another 77 high boy Ford. And <laughs> how it's many like, of those do you have? I have <laughs> three at the moment. Uh, a pair of 72's and a 77. Oh, and my crew cab, so four. <laughs> uh, the crew cab's a 70, 77.
2: <laughs> Every man's dream yard, probably. Right? Right? Oh yeah. <laughs> well
3: that's, how I look around the yard sometimes. I'm like, you know, cause we all do that. Like it doesn't oh, yeah. matter if you got a Ferrari in the garage, you're like, look at that guy's Lamborghini. Like, you yeah. know and so i have to go home and be like okay well i got a 66 bronco like that's everybody wants an early bronco it's yeah. like that's sitting there i've got a crew cab long bed dent side ford four-wheel drive it's like everybody wants one of those so <laughs> I'm like, well that's sitting there um of course neither of them run yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the crew cab's a total basket case but it's like a titled crew cab that like rolls and looks cool and uh I've got a 68 Charger RT. That's probably the coolest acquisition yeah. in the last year. Um, that's like a total field find, like, original paint, awesome car. So it's like, I look around, I'm like, I have all the cool things. Why am I still trying to buy other stuff?
2: <laughs> Dude, like, it seems like every other week I talk to you, you're like, well, buying a new truck or got another truck. It's oh, yeah. like, what the? <laughs> it's a disease.
3: Yeah. It It is an uncurable disease yeah. that... Every now, I, I, most of the time I'm like, I just wish I'd stop.
2: Well, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of other things you could be, uh, get oh, yeah. yourself into. I mean. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I did that too. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You got that, uh, how's that thing treating you? Oh, well it'd be great
3: if the weather was nice. Yeah. yeah.
2: You get some freaking studs on that thing. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I
3: like buying a motorcycle right before winter, everybody'd be like, well, that's a really dumb decision, but it, uh you can't find, there's no inventory anywhere. And it was like, I was actually supposed to get it in winter. I put a deposit down and they're like, yeah, you know, maybe December, you'll get a a 2023 model. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. you know." And the next week they had a shipment come in that were all pre-sold. Yeah. And I go and look at them because I hadn't even got to see one in person (laughs) yet. (laughs) And they're like, oh, that one's not really sold uh, like what do you mean? Not really well, yeah. sold. <laughs> like, that that one, there's no deposit on it. The guy just kind of wants one. I'm like, well, so, I kind, I really <laughs> want. I put, <laughs> I gave you guys money already. Like, yeah. well, we'll let you know. And like the next day, they call me. Oh, we got a blue one. It's yours. Okay. I'm like, oh
2: great. Then yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. I have to find money.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the thing with those bikes though, like there's, I've seen I don't know, like videos of people actually ride those in the winter time, like in snow oh, and yeah. shit. Which I think is just. Freaking psychotic. What yeah. kind of
4: bike is it? It's
3: a 2022 Yamaha Tenere 700 adventure bike. The Tenere. Yeah. Tenere. Or Tenari Wasn't if you're Nari. a dumb hick like me. Wasn't <laughs>
4: Ash looking into one of those
3: too? Ash is planning on buying the exact same bike. Nice. Really?
2: Yeah. Cause he and, had that uh, Kawasaki. That was a. Yeah. I think it was might have been. Was that before you? Probably before. It was me. like a what are the. What's the Kawasaki? K- uh, KLR 650 yeah, yeah, yeah. He had he had one of those. Yeah. No. When I had first said I'd went and put a deposit on one, Ash was like, "Oh, really?". So okay, I'm not a I'm not a motorcycle guy, I don't know this isn't a motorcycle podcast, but like, what what makes that one cooler than another one? Um, that's a question for Ash. Okay, <laughs> I am <laughs> I am also in your What does it make it cooler? Yeah, I
3: I will be the first to admit I'm not motorcycle guy. I yeah. think motorcycles are really cool. This is the first real motorcycle I've owned in 10 years. My last motorcycle that was street legal and street worthy was an 89TW200 Yamaha that <laughs> t- I... That's like
2: the middle-sized tire. It's not like a fat tire bike, aren't they? Like, Yeah, they're like right they, in between. They have a yeah. huge tire.
3: They look like just a seat and two tires. Yeah, Not compared yeah. to like a BW200 but, right. but they are still oddly proportioned bikes and yeah. they are very slow I don't know. Mine had the factory street tires on it. So it looked like it had like sport bike crotch rocket tires. Yeah. yeah. But it'll only do like 50 miles an hour. (laughs) It's like, so you're in leaning in the corners, like, oh, I'm all cool. I'm, you know, dragging my knee. You don't even have like the inertia to hold you (laughs) up. Exactly.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um,
3: (laughs) But the, the Tenere's are, there's like a ton of really cool things about them that I can't even begin to explain. But like, the way everything's proportioned out, they, like, move the transmission up higher to, like, move the center of gravity or do something or it gets way more torque out of it somehow. Um, It's got, like, the upside-down shocks in the front. And uh, they're, like, 460 pounds, 700 cc's, So they're not, like... Everybody's like, well, they're not a powerhouse. I don't know what a powerhouse is supposed to be on a motorcycle. It's fast. Like, it's a motorcycle... And it's faster than I need it to be.
2: Oh yeah, well just compare
3: that. Okay, so
2: you've got how much? How much horsepower is it? It's like
3: it's not a lot. I don't even remember. It's not a lot. It's like but 46 so it's seven hundred cc or something. Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, seven hundred cc with four hundred pounds. When you yeah. have side by sides that are a thousand cc and twelve hundred pounds, yeah, and they still rip. Oh yeah. So I can only imagine on a bike like that's yeah. And when you, uh when that you is not
3: it <laughs> uh when you like rip into it like it's not going to just pull the front wheel off the ground immediately but then you see videos of guys like riding wheelies down the street at 50 miles an hour and I'm yeah. like okay so it's just all about the rider and I'm yeah. just not very good <laughs> <Sorry>.
2: <laughs> no, that's cool man that's cool <clears throat> um yeah what is it lightweight tenere the tenere story Oh wow, they really
3: went up in price. <laughs> well, that's good to see for you. Yeah, that's my, a cool bike. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's like my bike right there. Yeah,
2: get you sitting on that rock. Oh that's yeah, you.
3: I'll be cool sitting on a <laughs> rock next to my bike one day.
2: Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. That's cool.
3: Yeah, they're uh, yeah they're a lot of fun. Um, other than that, yeah, I haven't been uh, not a lot going on in truck land in my life other than old crap. Well, I noticed your summer home.
2: You moved your summer home. <laughs> yeah.
3: I got rid of that and <laughs> bought another truck with it. Did you really? Yeah. You sold it? Yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah. I sold my travel trailer and bought a 77 high boy from <laughs> my brother <laughs> that I was working on. And I was just tired of working on it and being like, and eventually I'm like, oh, it might be kind of a good truck. And it's like, so you got I tired would, of working on it. So now you own it. So now I own it. <laughs> so now I have to work <laughs> on it. And... Uh, It's actually a really good truck like i I drove it on the i've driven it on the street a couple of times but it was always terrible it always ran like crap and lean popped and everything It had horrible vacuum leaks and horrible exhaust leaks i tore the whole front end off the truck broke like six bolts off in the head you know changed both manifolds that were broken and all the gaskets and everything and then a bunch of vacuum leaks a bunch of this and that bad battery cables it's like once you tear into something like that it's just like well yeah yeah it's on yeah oh yeah
2: yeah (laughs) That's that's one thing with old any old vehicle. Like I had that I had a I think it was an eighty seven Grand Wagoneer. Oh yeah, Uh, it was. I bought it for like fourteen hundred dollars. It was a pretty nice little Jeep. You know, had the wood grain, all the leather seats, power, freaking everything. Um, Like it was, it wasn't half half of the power things worked. (laughs) Yes, half the and actually it was. Surprising how much did work. I think maybe three quarters of it worked. It was it was actually it was actually pretty decent. I mean it wasn't like I wouldn't say it was clean, but it yeah. was it was just it was a good base for because I wanted to build a, just a fun four wheel driver. Right oh there. yeah. Um, but golly, every time I tear into that thing to do something, it was like five other things. Yeah. Then it, yeah, and then I've i'll be the first to say i can't freaking tune a carburetor for shit yeah. and for some reason that carburetor got out of tune. i don't know what happened to it but i I could not get that thing to run hey, right for the over. life of me yeah. and then i sold it to some mexicans for like forty five hundred dollars <laughs> dude it, the starter on it like it would uh happen it would like stay engaged is so, <laughs> so i'm like i met him at a freaking a grocery store and i had like i showed up with it and uh they like there's like six of them that like come out of this truck. And I'm just like, there's no way they're going to buy this thing. Like, you know, whatever. Well, they didn't drive it, didn't do nothing, didn't even fire it up. They're like, yeah, we'll take it. I'm like, are you shitting me? And so I start <laughs> grabbing all my stuff out of the, the out of the back is just sitting in the parking lot at an Albertsons. And I call my wife. I'm like, you need to get here. Like ASAP. I have a pocket full of money. And these guys are about to start this thing. <laughs> like, come get me And it. That was like the one time I, I like literally prayed to the freaking automotive gods. Like, just please start. Just please start. Well, it starts. They leave. My wife comes, pick me, comes and pick me up, comes and picks me up like a week later my dad calls me. At the time, my dad was uh, uh, working for the uh, state patrol. Oh And uh, he's like, did you sell your, your Jeep? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I sold it like two weeks ago. And he's like, huh. He's like, they got pulled over in it, and they actually had it impounded because the driver had no license. <laughs> and then... Uh, like they tried to have like the mom drive it and she had no license. Like Jesus. it was just like, yeah, like it was a, a whole, horrible comedy yeah. of errors. Yeah. It was just like, Oh man. I was like, well, if I think it was an auction, let me know. Oh <laughs> because yeah. Cause I'll buy it back. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So this truck, I, yeah. I feel like we have a, we have a kind of a similar, um, like ideas of like how we would do a truck. Oh yeah. Right. Like me and you, we kind of, you yeah. know, we, we, we bounce ideas not off each over other, the not over the top. But th- this truck, I would say, is it's slightly over the top on some things, but it's 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 very cleanly, yeah. classically kind of done. And, it it, it, and for the truck that you listeners out there, it's the uh, what is it? What they call it? the Ram uh, Traveler. Traveler, yeah. Um, golly, uh, it is a country singer. Who is it? Um, Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton, right? Yeah. Uh, teamed up with Ram because apparently he's got a song or something about a Ram truck. Anyways, no, he's got a song called "The Traveler." No, but on here, oh. since there's like, if you keep, I, oh, I was reading does? this earlier, oh. There's like a song, something, I don't know. I just, I, I skimmed oh, it. okay. But anyways, what do you think?
3: I think it's rad. Um, it's really cool that like Dodge had yeah. the coolest trucks in the 70s. That was yeah. it. They If you wanted something cool, you could get a Warlock or a... I think they had one called like the night train they had the dude the dude the dude yep. with the cowboy hat yep. and um i think this one is supposed to be they said it was something like uh oh the palomino trucks pal there was a palomino edition okay um and this was kind of like a throwback to that a little bit but uh, nobody does cool stuff anymore like how many king ranch pickups have you seen like king ranch is worn off i get yeah. it it's cool it's the hard- it's expensive this thing the two-tone like the plaid inserts the the tartan plaid weird inserts in the seats are awesome um the throwback i i will say the first set of these wheels i see come up used i will freaking own those are awesome they are a like 20 inch hurricane turbine vector style wheel and i think ram's still eight on six and a half so i could totally use those on an old truck and i will yeah
2: (laughs) and i'm not even a huge fan of like uh hood emblems but oh, it, it just it's rad. fits that truck yeah it just fits it and i would totally rock that truck
3: that that little ram's head looks like it came out of the tron movie Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like it's all really, weird yeah. faceted thing but. Yeah,
2: retro inspired turbo fin 18 inch wheels yeah and yeah. the and even the badges
3: the badges look like the 80s like late 90s or er, yeah. late 80s early 90s like cummins yeah era badges yep which is super well. Cool. I like the,
2: well, the the um where the Ram is in front yeah. of Ram Traveler, that's like the old school style Ram yeah. badge, like even yeah. before then, which I think is really cool. But that interior, goddamn! Oh interior. my gosh, it, yeah, it is
3: unbelievable.
2: Like I want to do that to my truck. Like I, want, I, I <laughs> wish they would have ran the
3: plaid all the way through the center.
2: Like, yeah, or maybe some of the accents on the side. But yeah. I, I do like the just the. I mean, it's 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 kind of cool. I I dig it and then oh, the little yeah. piece inside the center console there oh yeah, yeah that's a that's a awesome little and I, and just to see a like
3: dark chocolate mocha leather interior that's not yeah. all splotchy like the king ranch crap yeah i'm a hardcore ford guy but yeah. <laughs> i don't care what you say the king ranch seats always look like they're dirty
2: they do they do it's like well it's like a weird brown yeah. it's like a I, and i know it, what they're trying to do all it's like, like real, real yeah. leather
3: you know they're trying to you know but, but real leather's cool and all but if you've seen a ferrari yeah or anything where it's like oh wow look at this really bright tan yeah you know, like it, it's like that's cool like i want leather i want leather that looks like leather not leather that looks like somebody spilled their freaking latte on it. <laughs> right right
2: <laughs> Corey, what do you think would you drive it yeah easily yeah <laughs> easily
4: yeah i mean the interior sells it for me
2: oh i freaking love it dude those yeah. plaid headdress yeah that's the shit even the seats those seats look super comfortable
3: yeah so and it i just want ford and chevrolet to just do stuff like this like yeah like, instead of
2: yeah instead of like coming out with a new body style every freaking yeah. two years and changing everything Why don't you just do cool trim packages with the trucks that you already have and keep them going for a little bit longer? Oh, yeah. And
3: you know what the cool thing is? This Traveler truck is going to be, I'm guessing, only 2,500s and 3,500s. Yeah. Like, you will only be able to get it in that. Ford's like... We made a Tremor Super Duty. You know what a Tremor is? We're like, no, yeah, yeah, (laughs) oh yeah. Well, we came up this this name ten minutes ago. Yeah, you know, (laughs) I mean, it's like they've had what Tremors for five years. Tremor F one fifty. But it's like they have all that. But yeah, yeah. now you got a Tremor F one fifty. You can get a Tremor Ranger and you can get a Tremor Maverick. Yeah. And I don't care what anybody says. I like the Ford Maverick.
2: But don't keep reusing. Like, make your like the Ford Maverick. I think they're rad. What What about that Ford Maverick that you like?
3: It fits. And pure, so if if you come at it purely from a market standpoint, okay. they're in that market, let's say gun to your head, your wife has a gun to your head, okay. says go buy me a car that has four doors and a bed. What are your options? You have a Ford Maverick. You have a Honda, uh, Honda Ridge line. Yeah. You have that weird Hyundai thing. Have you seen the Hyundai thing that looks like it's, from the yes, future. Yes. That's four doors and a bed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's like, I think there's a couple more of them. So, out of Do all of those? those, what are you going to get out of those? Uh, th- those are my only that, options. That's, well, no, out of that class. So they're unibody. Get an El
2: Camino. Yeah.
3: Get <laughs> <laughs> an El Camino. But you can't get a four door one. Well, uh, a
2: Subaru Brat. <laughs> <laughs> there's seats in the back. Subaru Ba. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That, but I,
3: but uh, I mean, it, as far as like the crossover SUV market, like, if that thing, and so it's all-wheel drive capable, you can order it with all-wheel drive, and yeah. you can order it with the two-liter, which is the same two-liter-based motor that they put in, like, Ford Focus RSs and everything else. So you can hop up that motor beyond belief. Yes, Those I, EcoBoosts are the shit.
2: I just feel like that small of a vehicle, even with a bed, is, like, has the same trunk space as, like, a small SUV. With You know what I mean? Like, there's not much... Yeah difference that is is occurring there they're just so i don't know yeah. i just i saw one the other day and i'm just like man that thing looks it just it, it looks like a like a european vehicle that someone imported yeah
3: um and I, that that's the thing that kills it for me i saw a render of one that was a two-door yeah. and it looked like an an australian ute yeah and we all know i i have an officiation or a, a soft spot for Utes. <laughs> yeah. like i i really like you crazy that.
2: australians out there yeah well, they put, I, like, freaking blown big blocks in them and just yeah. burn the freaking tires off the well, back the, of those things. The, that was the coolest thing. Like, everybody wants to import,
3: like, whatever R32 GTRs and stuff from Japan. Yeah, I want a Ford <laughs> you want Falcon Ute, <laughs> <U>, like an <laughs> 05 <laughs> U, because those had the the Barra inline-six that had the huge turbo you could put on. Like, okay. I think you get them yeah. factory with the big turbo. Those motors make, like, a thousand—they're like an LS. They <laughs> yeah. are a thousand-horse capable— now yeah. like tune them wastegates like also i mean it's, it's like you see the guys building those it's like oh you can have a 2jc or you can have a barra and they're going to be just as reliable yeah. and a thousand horsepower yeah. and it's like i i saw a video of a barra swapped like 2010 mustang and i it was just like it's wild it's insane that they're just the torque they get out of them. And everything else like of course it was at some burnout competition and it's like he lights up the throttle, and you can't see the car within <laughs> one second. Like, yeah. no hyperbole. It's like, there's so much tire smoke. And I'm yeah. like, oh, man, that's so cool. <laughs> and and they sound like a freaking, like, World War II fighter plane. Oh, like, yeah. an inline-six just sounds nuts Oh yeah, <laughs> when they're wound up at, like, 8,000 RPM.
2: <laughs> well, the, the Australians with those, and I'm sure you, you've seen all the videos, like, the Indian guys out in, like, Saudi Arabia oh, yeah. with those... Dude, <laughs> the funniest thing with all those videos is yeah. like you see this wicked like four-wheel drive thing that's just like choppy as hell like yeah. and just crawling like flying up dunes and a guy gets out in a freaking robe and a freaking turban. Yeah. <laughs> like he's wearing zero safety equipment whatsoever. Well, and he's got like a freaking 2000 horsepower beast on Yeah. Him. like Well, <laughs>
3: just... and that's the greatest, like the whatever like little Nissan pickups with the yeah. inline 6s or whatever. Yeah. They are. And yeah. it's yeah. it's two-wheel drive and like looks bone stock and all it's like up two thousand feet on the sand dune (laughs) just
2: climb it yeah it is going and the guy hops out you're just he's like and he like
3: jumps it flips it around comes back down jumps in between people and you're (laughs) like oh man there's just no rules There's
2: zero rules zero (laughs) rules and zero fucks with those guys yeah yeah they're they're the uh they're like an automotive segment that i know people see it, like on videos and whatnot but not a lot of people talk about it. Like, oh, yeah. it's like really look at what they're doing because like,
3: you, you want to know a crazy automotive aspect over there one of my buddies uh has does work over there in the automotive world and he said that the license plates over there yeah if you have a license plate that has a super low number that's like really valuable really and it doesn't work like over here. It's like you get issued that plate, and you can keep that plate forever, but you can also, like, sell it to somebody. So, yeah. if, like, numbers, like, 1 through 10, like, it might be a license plate that just has a 1 on it or a 3. Really? That plate's worth, like, a million dollars because, it, like, people know, like, oh, my God, he's got he's a, a <laughs> single-digit <laughs> plate. Yeah. Like, like you're somebody if you have a single-digit wow. plate.
2: Wow, that's crazy. And I did not know that.
3: That's just weird, like... I mean, we get nerdy about stuff like that in the States, but it's yeah. like it's like a whole other thing.
2: Well, like, it was, I could give two shits about my license plate. Yeah. Like,
3: <laughs> Actually, the biggest gripe I have with license plates in the States is that you used to be able to get personalized plates in Washington that were stamped.
0: Okay. And now yeah. when you get a, a, the-
3: a vanity plate, they're just printed on there, yeah, which is lame. Yeah. Like, my buddy has a vanity plate that he found in a 58 Plymouth that's a white and green... Washington plate, so that's like uh, 70s era. Yeah. That says milk. Really? It's stamped in it milk in the center. I was like, that's the weird... He's like, I don't know who the why yeah a, he was a milkman Who yeah knows? <laughs> and i was like well you
2: have to put that on the car now he's like, i'm not putting a plate that says milk on my yeah. car <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's well and with my with my 63 ford my first car it had original 1963 washington plates on oh it, yeah and uh they let me keep them on the on the car and i it sold it with the car but yeah um but yeah those were that was cool
3: well and that's another odd washington thing so yeah you used to have your plates had a year stamped in them per yeah. year and then some of them had just two little slits, and you put a little aluminum tag in that had the number stamped out oh, like yeah. 53, 54, 55. Um, and in 63, those are called Series 63 plates because they ran Series 63 plates through like 69. So you'd get a new plate, and it would say 63 on Yeah, I it say Washington like 63. 67. Yeah. yeah. And they kept that forever, and then they went to just the white and green. Um, my favorites, I have Washington dealer plates that are like white and red, white and blue black and white black and yellow really that have like 70 or 71 72
2: stamped in them um because i'm a fucking nerd, You're a nerd. <laughs> i well hey i know some i know some license plate history i know on like motorcycles they used to make them out of leather really yeah like cool. the old uh um old uh like indian and harley davidson license plate they're they're made out of leather that's nuts yeah they're super hard to I learned that I, from uh, American Pickers. Oh, yeah. I was just about yeah. to say, it sounds like some American <laughs> exactly, Pickers yeah. shit. No, cause, Yeah, because yeah. you can find one and it's all like kind of, you know, old leather, you know, oh, like, yeah. kind of cracks apart and whatnot. But yeah, they are old leather plates. Welcome yeah, to well. America's License Plate Podcast. Yeah, America's <laughs> License Plate Podcast. We discuss everything, license plates. Um, so, you you know, I would kind of, and don't take this in offense, but I would, I would kind of consider you like kind of like a backyard kind of mechanic kind of guy. Oh, yeah. So for a guy that... Wants to, like, get into, like, I've always wanted, I've actually, i thought about this all day, and I wanted to ask you, Um like, for a guy that just wants to start, like, working on things, like, what are some of the tools, like, as far as fabrication that you would recommend somebody getting that wants to start fabricating at their house at home, building stuff, you know, build cool shit, yeah. Um like, what, what are some of the, you know, short of just, like, a regular toolbox with, like, hand tools, yeah. but, like, some of the fabricating tools that one would want to get their hands on?
3: So... Um. Oh, that's a good one I have lived very Spartan like with my tools for a lot of years and growing up like um, when I was a teenager got my first car and was working in the shop with my dad of course my dad's been a mechanic his whole life um, and always had a ton of tools because when you're a mechanic and the snap-on truck shows up yeah. you know every other week like you're always buying tools so when it came to like Pullers and weird stuff like that. I always kind of had that stuff at my disposal Yeah, but a lot of times it was just like you're saying like if you're just the guy out kind of working and stuff like you need Basic things and there's a lot of stuff like everybody's like I really want a plasma cutter The amount of times that I've had a plasma cutter like available for my use yeah. I mostly don't use it because I've had to adapt my skill set to not having a plasma cutter around right. <laughs> right. and if you're not like super good with one we were making a bunch of brackets and everything it's like you got a jig you know you have to put a a straight edge across stuff so that you're not we make one really nice cut you have very little cleanup and everything else um but my whole life i've had an angle grinder and cut off wheels yeah and it's like you can like build anything with an angle grinder and cut off wheels and a 110 mig welder yeah. like so i would say go get a dewalt um or Brand du jour uh, angle grinder. I like the DeWalt ones. They're pretty much unkillable. Uh, A four-inch angle grinder and benchmark abrasives, uh, shameless plug for them. Uh, They make really good cutoff wheels that are cheap. Just buy like 200 cutoff wheels and just (laughs) have them there for your whole life. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. And um, because they're like four bucks a piece at any store you go to, which sucks. But you can buy... 20 of them for you know 10 bucks right. online um so really uh, good grinder don't go to harbor freight
2: that like, shit sucks
3: there's cool things to buy at harbor freight yeah. um and cool fabrication tools you can buy at harbor freight yeah. if you want a body sock go buy one at harbor freight you want a die grinder all those little air tool things that you're not going to use a whole lot 20 bucks go get it at harbor freight yeah um but the big ticket items buy a good one first harbor freight angle grinders suck yeah um and a welder when you want to go get a wire feed welder best place facebook marketplace yeah like go on there find somebody with a lincoln 110 you know outlet wire feed with a bottle for like $500. They're on there all the time. I think because people uh, let them get stolen a lot and there's people selling (laughs) stolen ones on Marketplace all the time. (coughs) I'd advise (coughs) against buying a stolen one just out of morals. But But if it's for sale and it's a good price, just buy it. You didn't steal it, you you know? (laughs)
2: Yeah.
3: (laughs) Um, If you want to go buy a brand new one, Lincoln makes good stuff. Miller makes good stuff. Uh, There's all these different brands. If you're just like, I want to get into it, but what if I'm, you know... What if I decide I don't like it or what if it sits in the corner? Uh Eastwood, manufacturer Eastwood Tool Company. Yeah. Uh their wire feed welders are a, like direct knockoff of an older style Lincoln. Yeah. And they're great. I've used one of my buddies bought one. I was like, "Oh, yeah, it just welds just like anything else." One with gas though,
2: because I yes. the, the ones that the one the welders that don't have the gas and yeah. they're just like the flux core flux like core. the flux core yeah. Um, they suck ass, yeah. Don't, they don't weld for shit. Like flux
3: core has its place in the welding world, yeah. It's not for the home guy, no. like, you don't. It's worth the money to have the bottle there and just have good bottle etiquette. Yeah, when you're done welding, just get in the habit of shutting that bottle <laughs> yeah, because, yeah. like, I don't know how many times when I was like 14, 15, go out and be like, Oh, I'm gonna go weld part of a patch in my quarter panel and be like, Oh, I left my bottle on for the last two months and it's yeah. empty now. And luckily, luckily, our uh gas company that would come through and do all the the refills on bottles. Like he knew I was like a young kid and was, so I always got, you know, bottled fall off the truck sort of deal. (laughs) (laughs) And he happened to eat lunch in the parking lot across from my house. So, um, but even then it's like, yeah, you want to just get a good, uh, a, a good enough wire feed welder with gas. Um, that way you can do sheet metal. You can do it. And like a 110-powered welder, once you get the hang of it, like, you know, you don't really want to go off a much above quarter-inch plate. Yeah. Um, but but you're welding, can, like
2: tubing, sheet metal. and that, oh, yeah. That's totally fine.
3: Totally fine. Like, yeah, yeah you're going to do sheet metal great with a little welder like that with, yeah. like, 025 wire. Um, and you can do up to quarter-inch plate, which, you know, so you can do bumpers. You can do... For, you know if you needed to shorten the frame if you were building a c10 pickup and wanted to do a a step notch or a c notch in the back it's like you're going to be able to do that you're gonna have to crank the thing to the moon <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, um, it'll do it yeah and and even then it's like the another thing that you're going to want a like a acetylene torch yeah uh like you can preheat like if you really have to do like, something like, thick you can, like yeah. <laughs> you can preheat stuff i i've done you'd be amazed like everybody's like well, you gotta be this and you should have tig welded that and everything else you can armchair quarterback any fabrication project yeah, go look at the videos of the dudes in india that are like building semi trucks with sticks and rocks yeah like dirt paint, yeah. dirt
2: dirt freaking driveways or dirt garages like yeah, it's <laughs> like
3: you it just do your best yeah. and learn like we all know the uh like bird shit weld like funny pictures online like oh my brother's a welder my buddy can do it cheaper posts yeah that
2: happens don't be that guy like learn how to do it go watch youtube yeah
3: there's so many videos on youtube on how to do shit
2: yeah (laughs) yeah you know and that, that that's a i think one of the good things about like the automotive community too if like you you know build something and it's um you know not perfect but it works like people will yeah. you know if you t- like if i build something and you didn't know me and you you know i had a car to show or something yeah. and yeah and i told you like yeah this is the first car i built like you know my own and you know i know it's not perfect yeah. but p- you get respect you get respect from that you might get some shit thrown your way but yeah. well, it's all a good it's all in 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 good fun and it's people that maybe will eventually you know uh give you advice to make yourself better you know oh, yeah. for the next one but um yeah it's
3: yeah. it's yeah, it's like I we all get trapped in the walking up, especially at a car show. It's like I my opinions at car shows are always like I don't know why somebody would have done this, but their car's here and mine's not. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. so <laughs> yeah. they still got me beat. Yeah. Um and and when you have to do a full build, like a full show build, and you look at something, they're like, Oh, they missed this and it's like they're 5,000 hours into this thing like yeah, yeah they yeah. missed something big whoop yeah
2: yeah <laughs> i know it's 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 always fun for the guy that doesn't yeah. have a car to be like well look at that i'm gonna point that out
3: <laughs> I, I will say <laughs> there was a show truck that is kind of local that i saw at the spokane uh good guy show probably four years ago huh. and it's a big deal on the internet i'm not gonna call it out um it's an awesome truck it is rad they yeah. do really good work it had modern seats out of some kind of Chevy pickup in it um, that were redone in some kind of leather. They were awesome. And you know how all factory seats are not the brackets and the frames are not painted? Yeah. And they always have, like, kind of a hint of, like, fuzzy surface rust on them? Yeah. So this truck that's, like, a $200,000 show rig has these, like, surface rusty, frame, like, <laughs> seat brackets. I'm, like... Yeah. That's a piece of red Scotch bright and a $5 can of Krylon away from being done. <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah. Like
3: you guys, like you didn't even have, to, like, I've thrown a lot of things together. Like when you're doing something, you're like, I should really throw some paint on that. And I'm not even going to let it dry all the way. I'm yeah. just going to paint it and throw <laughs> it in the rig and yep. it can dry after it's installed. Yeah. You could have done that. Yeah. It just taped off around like, it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like there's five, I always, it drives <clears throat> me nuts when people don't paint their hubs. Like yeah. if you put a set of wheels on an old truck, it's have like have rusty ass have some rusty ass you know, hub sticking out of a <laughs> yeah. brand new shiny wheel. Yeah, and it's like five minutes. Like who yeah. cares if it looks like shit? Just spray some paint on it. I don't <laughs> yeah. care if there's some grease under the paint. And yeah. when you wash it, that grease and paint <laughs> comes off. Next time you pull the wheel
2: off, you spray some more f- fucking paint. on it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. No, it's yeah. It's those little things that make a little bit make actually a pretty big difference. Yeah. Um. Oh, so yeah, your- a shop homeowner shop guy have a case.
3: Of Rustoleum 2X <laughs> yeah. Satin Black. Yeah, that you shit, the shit out of is it. the bomb. It's yeah. like five, six bucks a can. It's a, it has a big two and a big X on it. Yeah. It's pretty easy to find <laughs> yeah. on the shelf for yeah. you guys. Um, satin black. <clears throat> don't don't do gloss. Yeah, everybody don't do gloss. Don't do paint. gloss. Yeah, it well, doesn't agree. work. And satin hides a little bit. Yeah. Stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, and just paint everything. Yeah. When you're done doing a weld, paint it. Yeah. If it's still hot. Don't care.
2: Yeah, paint it it. baked It'll dry on. dry faster. Yeah, it's baked on. <laughs> it's like powder coat at that point. Oh yeah, that's what I always say. That's redneck powder, yeah, powder coat, coat. Is, is you heat it <laughs> yeah. up
3: and then you paint it. And yeah. It. So yeah. Uh, let's. Where are we at? We're grinder, a, welder, welder, paint, um, torch. You said acetylene torch. If you, yeah, that's sometimes a bigger ticket item. That's a good one. You always keep your eyes out at yard sales and oh like yeah, yeah. garage sales and stuff. That's where you because the bottles are where you spend the money. Like yeah. an old set of torches ain't worth. Anything, you know. Right. I mean, you can go buy a new set for a few hundred bucks. The bottles, though, the bottles are yeah. expensive. So um a press. Yes. A small hydraulic press, whether it's tabletop, uh, you know, it's it's a bottle jack with some angle iron or some c channel. Like you could make one if you really wanted to. Yeah. But Harbor Freight also sells them. The Harbor Freight ones are good enough for the guy at home. You can Get a Harbor Freight one. You can go to Swag uh, swag Off-Road, I think, and they make, like, press ba- uh, press brake kits. So you yeah. can do bend brackets and stuff like that. You can make a press brake kit yourself at home out of angle iron and square tube and stuff like that. Yeah. And you would not believe how many times you want to use a press. Yeah. There's so many uses for a press. It's not just wheel bearings and stuff like that. Like, And that's going to be another thing where – it's also, like, slightly dangerous. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> You can mess yourself up with a press pretty bad. Oh, yeah. If you know what you're doing, like, and something shoots out and hits Some your car door party. or something or you. <laughs> or your face. Um, yeah, so, but a really good thing to have around that's really skinny and tall and fits up against the wall in your garage. So it's not going to take up a bunch of space. You don't yeah. want, like, a six-foot-wide, you know, finger break yeah, because yeah. that's going to be a lot of money and take up a lot of room, <laughs> even though you found one at a garage sale for 800 bucks. Right. And... So that's a good one. Uh just go buy the cheapest, biggest set of hand tools you can find. Yeah. Like we all like snap on. They're expensive. Oh yeah. Craftsman sucks. I will say I used to be a craftsman supporter, hardcore. Don't go buy new craftsman tools. They're well junk. they
2: switched. Did they switch to, like, Stanley or something? Something like I that. Like yeah. Stanley bought them.
3: Yeah, but you can go buy, like, Cobalt from Lowe's. Um, There's, like,
2: SMK you can get for pretty yeah. cheap. Yeah,
3: SMK is still American-made yeah. and is really good and, and has been good since they've existed. I still like to buy old SK tools from from back in the day. Yeah. Um. Milwaukee. Milwaukee yeah. has, like, um, really good hand tool sets now. Yeah. I mean, Milwaukee, anything, you want something, Let's go buy it from Milwaukee. Yeah, because they pretty much don't make a bad thing. Yeah, yeah.
2: I was gonna say I was gonna bring up uh, those tubing, those tube notchers that you can get that hook up to your drill. Oh yeah, like one of those for notching tube. The only thing that I can't think of that's like a cheap thing for someone to buy is as a as a bender, a tubing bender. And but see that's the thing, like those tube notchers,
3: you can get one from Harbor Freight because you're gonna use it like four times when you build your old cage, or four hundred times when you build a roll cage. (laughs) But like. You can get one of those, and even if it's a little off, you can, like, finish the cope with your angle grinder and a flap disc. Um, So you can get one of those cheap. Harbor Freight does sell the kink-style hydraulic tube benders that are just, like, a weird... Uh, it's like a bottle jack in the center and When you say like kink style it
2: means it actually puts a kink in the Yeah like, like a it's, kink it's, in the tube. It's, it's not it's a mandrel de-
3: Yeah it's gonna deform the tube a lot yeah. more Because you're not drawing it over um.
4: I heard one of the tricks with that Is throwing like sand inside the tube When you bend and that yeah. helps get rid of the
2: kink You can't do that there's also um, God what is that company they're actually I want to say They're kind of local um, Rogue Fab it? No it's like a tabletop it's a smaller tubing bender um, But they're, they're um, God what was the name of that company They're, like, relatively cheap as far as a tubing bed goes. Um, And I think it does have a bottle jack on it, but I want to say they're, like, somewhat local, like Pacific Northwest built. um, I can't think of the name. You Hmm. might find it. If you're wanting to invest in
3: one, uh, there's the one that I have is a, oh, look at that, Eastwood. See, that's not bad. That's a knockoff of, like, a JD squared, which is, like. Yeah, that's not a bad one. That and that's is, like the ratchet style. Yeah. There's like 800 companies <clears throat> that have made that style of bender over the last hundred years. Um, but those work really good and yeah, you can bolt one to your bench and then just unbolt it and throw it off to the side if you want. Um, I have a rogue fab bender, which is about a thousand bucks. But if you were like, if you're ready to invest in a bender, rogue fab is a good one um i really like mine i put together a newer one uh for someone that was the same one i have just updated uh uh-huh. and i was like oh man like i wish i had like i kind of want to sell mine and go buy the brand brand new one yeah um because they have just got all kinds of cool little tricks they've added to it
2: well a lot of the and too a lot of the um like i know like the ratchet style ones yeah like they're cheaper but it's um i, I and you might want to correct me on this but it, to me it would it would be harder to get two of the exact same bends like if you're doing like like a pillar or something or oh. like a roll cage or doing two, you know, you need to mirror two pieces, like it'd be harder it's harder to do with maybe one of those than, you know, I'd an electronic if, controlled one or something like that.
3: I'd say it's about the same amount. The the thing with those is like you it's it's a lot of yeah, so on a horizontal bender like those ratchet style ones where you gotta kink them over and everything, um, you gotta have like two of those really good jack stands, like the screw jacks yeah. that go up. So you, you know, hold yeah, you're building an a pillar bar it goes from the floor all the way to your your b pillar setup. It's like it's gonna have a lot of length hanging out there, and it's gonna try and pivot down. Yeah. Um. So you have to get yeah jack stands or or a screw jack to like hold it up or a table or a Bunch of coolers stacked up on milk crates or whatever you gotta do. (laughs) And you always get the, they make these little cube uh, levels, like, and they're like angle finders and they're magnetic. And you get those and you put one on your bar and that lets you know that you got it level. So you're making the same. And then if you need to change it 10 degrees or something because you're going up your A pillar and then you need to turn it a little bit, you can do that and you just mimic that through each tube. Yeah. Um, and they even make little cool clamps that go on the tubes, which you can buy through all these companies for those little cubes. So you clamp it to your bar and that way, you know, it's like, I need to roll it 10 degrees for this next Bender or 30 degrees. Yeah. Um, and that's, yeah, with, with it's, it's a pain. Mine's a vertical bender. So you have the same thing sometimes because it's like, you're going to have that vertical bend up. Well, then if you're doing something and it's hanging off to the side, it's still trying to roll over as you're bending. So you're right. like watching that little cube yeah and being like oh it tilted a little bit lift up on it i read yeah it, it's it's all about
2: just set your setup yeah. with 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 those ones but and, and honestly i think the most expensive part of like those tubing benders is actually the dies it's not even oh, yeah. the bender itself it's the freaking dies <laughs> yeah the
3: dies are are 300 plus dollars yeah and that sucks yeah (laughs) (laughs) because when you buy it it's like you get one die pick the one you're going to use the most and you buy that one you're like i really should have gotten a two inch seven inch and three quarter (laughs) and yeah so then that that's where all the big money spent um that's a that's a second tier tool i would say though like if you're getting into building your own stuff like you can borrow a bender you're gonna be in the community you know a guy yeah. that knows a guy that's got a bender and you can give him a case of beer to go borrow his right um and then when you're like i'm gonna build a toyota with an exo cage i'm gonna yeah. buy a bender yeah then you just just go do it
2: yeah uh, in, in in school we used one of those uh tubing notchers that was uh like the drill bits or like the size oh, of yeah. the tube and you hit it from the side yeah Dude, that thing was so freaking nice oh yeah you just Drive it right into it, and it because oh, they made us like in school. They made us first. You had to you had to notch a tube by hand. Oh yeah, so, cope it. Yeah, with yeah, a, yeah, with a freaking grinder, and then you got a got in there with a file. They oh, made yeah. you do it with a file so you can get a nice clean. Yeah, it was a it was a whole process before you could do. The, before you could use the power tools, yeah. you had to do it by hand first. Oh, yeah.
3: Well, that was always, like, <laughs> even with welding. It was like, yeah. you don't get to go jump to the MIG welder. It's no, like, you're, you're stick gonna, welding, bits. You're <laughs> going gonna to gas weld. You're yeah. going to OA weld. And then you're going to arc weld. Then you get to the MIG. Then you get to the TIG. And by yeah. the time you get to the TIG, you're like, oh, TIG welding is supposed to be the hardest. But it's the easiest because I learned how to OA weld. And I learned how to arc weld. Yeah. And, like, you learn all, those other, all the other forms of welding give you a little bit of insight to TIG welding. Yeah. Like. And... That was, like, TIG welding was really easy to pick up. Like, I'm by no means good at it. Like, I'm good enough at it to make things happen and weld some stainless exhaust together and stuff like that. But as far as, like, just making a TIG weld work, like, once you learn everything else, it's like, oh, wow, this isn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. It's just, it's still an arc and a filler
2: yeah to, to me and I, I haven't done this forever but like because I we did all that all the welding and whatnot yeah. and to me TIG welding was like the funnest oh yeah I I, I think it was I thought it was so fun just because you see, you see the whole process of it you see the puddle being made oh yeah you see it adding to the puddle you see the penetration you see all that yeah and it's like you are in complete control if it looks like shit is on you <laughs> oh yeah
3: and I I think TIG welding has made me better at MIG welding oh yeah over the yeah. years just because yeah, like you're saying, you're seeing the whole process, so you know what a little bit extra. Yeah, filler so you know how to adjust your machine yeah. to you, to accommodate what you're doing. Yeah, you can adjust your MIG welder as a you know, and be like, well, okay, I know what this looks like when I'm TIG welding it. I don't have yeah. not putting the filler rod in fast enough. I'll turn my wire speed up.
2: Yeah, so. Yeah, but for someone just starting out, just get a mig welder with a gas yeah. gas with well, the, one with one ten gas. one
3: ten powered mig welder. If you want a two twenty powered mig welder, Lincoln makes a the I always call them lunchbox welders. They're a small machine being mm-hmm. put on a little cart. They're two twenty powered. What do most people have in their houses? Two twenty? Their washing machine. So you yeah. can get a cord, uh, you know, a twenty foot extension <laughs> yeah. cord to go to your washing machine plug. That's a fifty amp circuit, and run that out to your little one and a half car garage. Yeah and make it work and that way if you want to weld three-eighths plate or something like you can bump up to that next level and really um the welder's not a whole lot more expensive you know maybe another 50 percent more depending on what size you get but it's like um you can find those welders used for five six hundred bucks new they're thousand bucks yeah and um there's a lot of uh, Multi process machines these days. So, that, oh, yeah, do
2: MIG, TIG, and yeah. stick, and all the. Yeah. And
3: they're also 110 and 220 yeah. uh, powerable. So it's like, okay, I want to just have 110 for this. I can just use 110. But if you're like, oh, I really need to weld something big, you can throw the 220 plug on and get your extension cord. Yeah. And, you know, make sure your wife's done doing laundry and <laughs> yeah. unplug the machine and, <laughs> and send her.
2: Yeah. Well, hell yeah. Well, good. I think that's good information for people that want to start fabricating or start getting into it. Um, Last question here I'm going to give you. because I think we've already been... What are we at? Close to an hour? Yeah, we're, going by? We're, we're almost there. <clears throat> if I gave you a blank check and I said, Jesse, go buy a truck and do whatever you want to it.
3: What truck? What would you do? Are we talking new trucks or old yeah, trucks? Yeah, new. new. Brand new, new trucks. Yep. D, it has to be a diesel though. has to be a diesel. Yep. Um, hmm. I would go buy a... Brand new regular cab long bed Oh. XLT.
2: What? Blank check, bro. F-350,
3: yeah. <laughs> Blank,
2: Blank check. Bl- Well, okay, so yeah. <laughs> um, step up. Yeah, okay, so I,
3: well, I, and I'm not sure because I know I haven't priced one out in a while. I don't think you can get anything really over an XLT yeah, in a regular I, well, cab there's... long bed. I don't think you can. Get, I don't think maybe you can. can not a regular cab. Yeah. You camp. might be able yeah. to get, like, a Lariat, but yeah. you can't get any, at least in the Fords. So it's, like, you're kind of stuck with the low options, but yeah. it's, like, I would get uh, the 6.7, 10-speed regular cab long bed in uh, what's the blue uh, has some fancy-ass name. It's not. It's, like,
2: Metallic star
3: blowing star our blue. blue. Yeah. yeah, some horse shit. <laughs> and, uh I should know it. I'm a Ford guy, and I really like that Donald color. Trump's jacket blue. Yeah, exactly. It's it's yeah the <laughs> yeah. the flag of America Pretty blue. blue. <laughs> yeah. um, and get the like all the uh, like snowplow prep package stuff. Where you get the bigger alternator, and you get like big toe hitches, and you get all that heavy duty shit that okay. we like. You know, all right. yeah. Um, buy all of that stuff. Okay. I would go immediately buy a brand new boss V plow for it a plow so you're building a plow truck i would put a brand new plow on the front of it i would buy like highway products like headache rack toolboxes everything for the back um i would go probably get a set of takeoff or we just buy him new the 20 inch
2: wheels check, the, bro you're I know. not even going aftermarket he's, he's like i'd get some factory it's, takeoff wheels from Spalding, dude it's hard <laughs> to break that I know, mindset but, you, but i know but like you see all the wheels that we use and yeah. all that like well
3: no okay so yeah if we're gonna i would say probably like a carly two and a half inch kit okay uh get it leveled out but go because we can the two and a half i would do full radius arms um, King shocks, like everything on it. Yeah. Um, short of rear leaf springs. Okay. Maybe the packs. Okay. Um, airbags on the back. Uh, let's see, 37s. 37s. You can clear Kay. 37s on those pretty oh, yeah. easily. 37s. Let's do, I like the look of a 20 inch with that 37. Not bad. But I'm still, I still like 17. So probably... Seventeen inch like methods. Bronze. (laughs) Bronze (laughs) Bronze colored. (laughs) Um drinking drinking container. (laughs) Bronze. (laughs) Um yeah, I'm a nerd for that color. (laughs) (laughs) If anybody's seen my car. (laughs)
2: Do you want do you want to colour that not a lot of people do? Have you what I think is really cool is nickel plated. Oh yeah. That is like such yeah. a freaking cool it's alternative like a, to
3: chrome. Oh, yeah. It's like a dull. Well, it's the Cause first. Because it gives you a
2: little bit of bronze in it, but it's yeah. still shiny. Oh, I'll yeah. I freaking love it.
3: I love that on, especially on like period hot rods, like when they Anything don't go full plated. chrome. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it almost, it's like a bridge between chrome and polished aluminum. Yeah. Like it's yeah. kind of in between.
2: It gives it a little bit of depth and yeah. a little bit of color.
3: Yeah. And it's not as in your face shiny. Yeah. It's like a little duller, like a little more yep. just, it's a little warmer.
2: Yeah. It's warm. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um. But yeah, it and the old so if we wanted to go like full nuts on blank a pickup, check, I told you. Uh, so the other thing <laughs> I've always wanted to build is there's I've seen a couple of these uh, shops that have done regular cab, long bed, F 350s, 250s, but made them look like a 70s pickup, like chrome okay. roll bar, KC oh, yeah. lights, oh, yeah. <laughs> like five slot mags, and everything else. That would be cool. And I'm
2: I can totally see you driving that. And right? it would be
3: to the point where it's like blank check. Yeah. We're going for like one offset of 20 inch wheels, like yeah. 20 inch five slot mags, like one off 20 by 10, 37, 38, somewhere oh, you in seen, there. Like... Pull
2: up a, there's a company, I think it's called OE Creations. Oh yeah. They do the, they, so they'll do a new wheel, like a new machine wheel, but with the old look, oh, like yeah. with the old styles. I think it's OE Creations. Huh. Um. Yeah. Check them out. I think a lot of them are like kind of newer stuff, but I think they have some old d- stuff too. I did
3: see one somewhere where they, it was actually, it was a turbine wheel that was like 20 inch. And I was like, oh man, I have to have a set of these. And they were like two grand a piece. Yeah, and they're like, expensive. Oh, um, never mind. These are
2: like their new, st- like, I think they're like their own styles, but they have like a new style. Like I, I, uh, last time I looked was like uh, an SRT style wheel. Oh yeah. That they're doing, um, aftermarket, um, yeah, hit, hit just hit that OE Creations right there. Yeah. Go to, like, page, like, four. <laughs> I will say
3: I am probably would be considered a hater and when it comes to wheels. I don't like most new wheels. <laughs> I, know like, <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't. I know you don't. I think pretty much everybody yeah. in the shop knows <laughs> yeah. that I hate most things
2: <laughs> yeah so like there's like srt style wheels oh yeah um and i think they do some of the older ones too I'll, yeah so oh yeah thrusts
3: that's like a cobra wheel like a, a 90s cobra mustang looking five spoke yeah yeah but oh yeah anyways. yeah some cooler stuff but yeah so it's like that's that's a level of money that I hope to get to one day. I yeah. want the like $10,000 set of like one-off. One-off wheels. Aluminum yeah. wheels. <laughs> yeah. That where everybody goes, where do Where'd I you... get, where do you, where can I get a set like that? And I'll be you like, you, you can't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> these are mine, <laughs> <Yeah>. dick. <laughs> yeah, mine only.
2: <laughs> I bought the rights to these. Yeah. <laughs> these are mine. Because even
3: when you see a set of American forces on some dudes like Mall <sighs> crawler, Yeah. You could, if you wanted to be lame yeah. and spend a lot of money. You can go get yourself that same set of twenty four inch American Force wheels. Yeah. I know probably everybody well, not everybody. A lot of people listen to this podcast yeah. are probably into the American Force wheels. Oh no, they know how we feel about those. <laughs> okay. Good. So I'm not saying anything that hasn't been said before.
2: Yeah. I don't like those. <laughs> <laughs> I, and, hey, they, and, when, Like me and Ben talked about the last, that last podcast, uh, we were talking about C where we were like, they have their they have their place. You know, it you know, if yeah. that's your if that's your jive, your then cool, but it's, I, you know, up here, like, oh, that's not going to happen. Our potholes are way too big, yeah. and we have all four seasons, um, too hard to keep clean, and, yeah, yeah it just doesn't work. And the <laughs> thing
3: I, like, I'm all for modifying your car. Yeah. If you're into it, that's I always say, like, like, uh, at the car meets around here, like, there's a lot of JDM stuff. Yeah. That's i can't get with there's a lot of jdm stuff i can get with old c cars and stuff like that but like some of the newer stuff you walk up and you're just like yeah i can't do it like what what is even the thought process behind it but that dude if he walks up and he's just a normal car guy there because there's a lot of there's muscle car guys i can't stand yeah because they're just not car guys they're just like i wanted a mustang and it's like yeah but you should be driving a like camry yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) so but there's like if you have the passion for it it's i always i always say it's like we can have totally different tastes in cars but we have the same passion for cars we can totally chat but we can't hang out
2: yeah we can't hang out yeah we're not you're not coming over not in that car (laughs) so there's a lot of dudes that are like
3: i really wanted to buy a 91 dodge four-wheel drive and put 24 inch wheels on it and have it just clean paint you know, paint matched everything and a huge stereo and everything else. And that's what they've dreamed of since they were 15 when they saw one in diesel world magazine or yeah. something. Cool. I like your passion. Yeah. I am not going to be your friend. Yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I will be yeah.
3: friendly. Yeah. Be at a friendly, show. Yes. I will <laughs> be friendly. I will yeah. not be outwardly say that you're wrong in your taste. Cause everybody yeah. has different tastes. 100%. We're yeah. all adults here. Yeah. We can admit that. Yeah. But Can't hang out
2: with you. Yeah, I don't want to be seen around your truck. Trust me, there's there's vehicles I've looked at where I'm like, I love everything about this, but what the what the fuck happened when you were picking wheels? Yeah, like were you were you drunk? Like what?
3: (laughs) I've I've even said about hell. (laughs) I've even said about colors. Like Dodge has the coolest array of colors for cars. You can get a plum, crazy purple new Challenger. Yeah, I love. That people are buying purple challengers. Yeah. I'm not gonna fucking buy one. I'm
2: not. <laughs> the only time I would ever be like, "Yeah, I bought one," is if it's like an original. Oh yeah, seventy like, nobody's RT. Talking shit about that. Yeah. Like, nobody like, yeah, you're gonna talk shit about my original car back here. Yeah. It's worth like four million dollars. Yeah. Suck it. Yeah. I ain't changing the paint. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's like I love being in traffic and seeing what's that weird
3: Chevy. Is it the Blazer? It's like one of the weird little crossover SUVs they have this radical, like, aquamarine blue that's got, like, a bunch of pearl in it. And I'm like, that person chose to get a cool color on (laughs) their microwave. Like, because they are driving a hideous appliance of a car. But, man, they're like, you know what? I really like that color. In a sea of silver and white and gray and black bullshit, like, that color's awesome.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree, yeah. Like... That's why it's so cool to see Ferraris. They're all red. Yeah. <laughs> well, or if they're not red, they're also you know other crazy colors. Yeah. And, and it's, uh, yeah, like, no, that's. Like, if you see a silver Lamborghini,
3: you're like, aw. Yeah.
2: yeah. I like, want really? a yellow one. Yeah. Or where's the bright orange? Yeah. <laughs>
5: yeah I saw a,
3: like, I don't even know what they call it. Like, sun-kissed soda orange new Corvette. Yeah. And it was like, everything on it was like paint-matched orange. Like the side scoops that are supposed to be black, like they were orange, everything. I was like, I am on for that yeah it's rad
2: well I, I those type of colors on those cars like cool yeah like that that you know what you know that it's supposed to be yeah. flashy it's supposed to catch your attention and that sort yeah. of thing luke, luke uh, over
3: at hazard fab
2: works he has baby that,
3: blue yeah it's like grabber blue Yeah, like <laughs> no, I, don't I don't know if blue. i'd go
2: with that color though
3: yeah but sorry luke <laughs> well no i i probably wouldn't either i'm glad he bought a blue corvette yeah because he has the only one that color yeah, he around does, yeah. here. Like, yeah, he does. There's yeah. some yellow ones. There's some silver ones.
2: There's some a lot hey, of yellow, white ones. Let's be honest here. Yellow is never a color I will get into. I don't care what. I don't even, like, Ferrari, Lamborghini, any of those, I would yeah. never buy a yellow car.
4: I can agree with that.
2: I, I just,
3: the I yellow hate, is just a. No, I, I will say I, I hate yellow almost with a fiery passion. Yeah. Almost as much as I hate red. Yeah, I would um, put those, yeah. And I will say, I'm. everybody thinks I hate red, and I mean red, red. Yeah. I mean, what they used to call resale red—just red, Just red Bre- yeah, no metallic, no no anything. Because there's like 800 cool shades of red that are really dark or like yeah. really bright, almost pink. Yeah, like like I'm be a man. I saw a coralish, pinkish, orange T-bird today, like a 65 T-bird, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, I would totally own that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if people would think that it's hey, that kind of pink. Yeah, it is. I'm yeah. a dude. Yeah, <laughs> I like pink cars. <laughs> <Yeah>. suck it. <laughs> if you've seen a 59 Eldorado that's pink. I mean, yeah. Bruce Springsteen wrote a song about it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah they're cool
2: well, Bruce Springsteen well, is Cadillac like had that like, uh that white pearl oh yeah uh, they, they, I think they still use today that, that which I, I think is a cool color oh, yeah. that, like that's they it, took white which is just a, mida- a regular color yeah. but they with that pearl in there it's just it's so it's so different
3: oh yeah well speaking of so the super duty we had in the shop this week it was yeah. a 2019 2020 yeah. crew cab long bed power stroke. As good as it gets for a work truck, yeah, and it gets worked. That <coughs> Shell yeah. uses his stuff. Oh yeah, but that truck has that white. Ford has a weird pearly white that they yeah. put on like expeditions and stuff like it's that. It's not as pearly
2: can, as a Cadillac, not as. Yeah. But for for a Ford, but for a Ford for, for a work f- truck, yeah. yes, that it is. It is different, and it does just those little tiny differences make yeah. a huge difference. Um I wish more people would order those colors.
3: Yeah, like it, it's that's the thing that just. And well, I say that, but it's like if it went back to the 70s where everything was bright-ass green yeah. and yellow and yeah. red and, and blue, it's like back then, if you had a black car, you yeah. were cool. Yeah. And now if you have a black car, you're like, why didn't you're, you get a blue car?
2: Yeah, why didn't you – yeah, like black's yeah. been done like a thousand times over. <laughs> yeah,
3: and I will say, like, so one of my buddies worked at the, the GMC dealership, and he said the reason most guys didn't get colored pickups – Is He's like, you would watch the interaction out in the parking lot. The guy would be walking around with his wife and be like, I really like this blue one. She'd be like, no. (laughs) 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 What about this red one? (laughs) That's even worse. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess we'll get the silver one. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I guess we'll get that. Do you have that in gray? Yeah.
2: Well, I got I I just got a normal silver. Oh yeah, I should. I can't talk too <laughs> hey, no, much. No, it's shit, metallic. Okay, yeah. there's a little metallic yeah. in there.
3: All right. I
4: can't talk. I got white. Yeah. yeah. Did. <laughs> I didn't say I,
3: I. drive a gray car. So yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I got rid of a really rad blue for white.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. But that's
3: all right. also, that being said, didn't order your truck. True. Didn't order your truck. That's a lot. Yeah. Mine was used. So we kind of got what Figures we got, can't be choosers, yeah. you know. And what's on the lot? You don't <laughs> yeah. see any blue ones or red ones, or no. it's like you see white, gray, silver, black, yeah. And so we're kind of stuck with that now. That's so all right. We can
4: wrap them now. So. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. I, after you know you say that, I've pulled them freaking wraps off, and I just can't. They do, do look it.
2: like shit after like five years. Oh though. my
3: god! Yeah, and it's and it's not. It you can't there's no patina
2: that's cool with a wrap paint yeah. patinas out and it's cool well Wraps you just can tell like... it's a wrap there's no depth to it it's yeah. just it's just a sticker you know oh yeah so it's, it's yeah it's... and and then it like
3: yeah if you don't pull it off in four years it's gonna ruin your paint
2: <sighs> yeah well like, like my buddy he just he bought a, a boat and uh it was really oxidized it was a coal it's a cobalt and it was red had red and white and it was really like the red was pink He's like, I was thinking about wrapping. I was like, dude, don't freaking wrap it, dude. Don't wrap it. I was like, there's no, like, you can tell it's been wrapped. It just doesn't fit. It's The Cobalt's supposed to be a sexy boat with a sexy, you know, sexy finish on it. Like, have that fiberglass buffed. It'll be cheaper than buying a wrap. And it'll look And it'll look 10 times better. And he did it. He's like this is so much better. I'm like, yeah, dude, there's no, yeah. again, there's no depth to the, I mean, sure, there's wraps you can get that have like metallic and it yeah. gives it a little bit of depth, but you can still tell it's a wrap. Like yeah. it's not. It's and, a, and in
3: five years, expect yeah, to spend yes. another five, $6,000 yeah, on it. And wrap. Well, like, and
2: then you got to spend the money and labor of someone trying to rip that shit off there yeah. to put new shit on. Yeah, like that, and, and that's not, I mean, just and like it, you said, that's not yeah. fun.
3: <laughs> like it's not like, yeah, it sucks. Like yeah, the wrap shops have it down. But I'm sure those guys go home at night and are like, man, we are just... I don't know if I could do this anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like morally, I don't know. Their <laughs> son comes in the room. What's wrong, Dad? Yeah. Like, you don't understand, <laughs> yeah. boy.
2: How many vehicles I've wrapped <laughs> over perfectly good paint?
5: <laughs>
3: like, yeah, yeah. it's Well, like you're saying with SEMA builds, and even Dave and I were talking about it today, like with the fiberglass on this Bronco. It's like, you know how many of the rigs there have this fiberglass that's like, it's white fiberglass under this wrap. Yeah. And, yep. Yeah, it's got imperfections. That's it. It's like SEMA is makeup on ugly chicks. 100 oh, like percent. Yeah, it is a bunch yeah. of like almost done rigs that they're just like, get the lipstick out, boys. Yeah. We got to make we're this thing real good. Yeah, we're laying that
2: <laughs> thing on thick. <laughs> yeah.
3: So yeah, when totally. it when it comes to a like really good build, it's like just paint it because you're gonna be this much more money into it, but. In five years, you don't have to spend that money again. Yeah,
2: and it'll still look good if you take care of it. Yeah,
3: exactly. Yep. And go drive your shit. Yeah, yeah. Get rock chips. Yeah. Spill some ketchup on the seat when you're eating a cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just like adds adds to the patina. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like how I mean, there's all of the old sayings like, oh, you wouldn't, you know, keep like it, it's like just go drive it. Yeah. Like the whole point of having this stuff is to go have fun. Like, yeah. It. I always. Like, I drive a freaking Mustang, three hundred and sixty-five days of the year yeah. in the snow and the ice and the road salt, and it's got big rock chips from gravel in the winter time. Such is life. Such I will is... paint it gray yeah. again in ten years. <laughs> yep, and you'll never know. You'll never know. Yeah, it, it's that's the thing to take home today. That is. That is. Stop that... trailer queen and mall on your crap. Yep. Go drive it. I don't care how nice
2: your pickup is. Hundred percent. And I think that is a good that is a good thing to end this podcast on. Drive your shit.
5: Yeah. <laughs> all
2: right. Well, Jesse, I appreciate you stopping by and taking place of Ben today. Corey, good job. Kisses. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you all next time. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at DieselPowerProducts.com.
4: In Wild Country.